Welcome to the Wellness for Black Girls podcast, a bi-weekly podcast that aims to empower millennial Black women on their holistic health journeys by moving through the dimensions of wellness. I'm your host, Tarian Yael, a certified health educator and clinical lab scientist. For more information, please visit wellnessforblackgirls.com. While I hope you enjoy listening to and learning from the podcast, please remember that it is not intended to be a substitute for a relationship with a licensed healthcare provider. Now let's get into this episode. Thank you for joining me today for episode number three of the Wellness for Black Girls podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about intellectual wellness and misogynoir. This discussion topic was inspired by an episode of the Carefree and Black Diaries, which is hosted by Shakira White. Back in October of 2019, Shakira did a series during the month of October, which she called Blacktober. During that time, she highlighted various topics that affect the Black community, and one of the topics she covered was misogynoir. When I heard Shakira introduce this topic, I was instantly intrigued. Since that time, I've been reading about the topic itself, as well as some of the conversations and discussions that have taken place since the term was first introduced. Right now, some of us are still under stay-at-home orders, and so we are still practicing social distancing by staying at home. However, we know that as humans, we are hardwired for connection. Many of us are feeding that need for connection by having regular phone calls or video chats with our family and friends. Learning new topics and engaging in conversations, whether in person or virtually, are an integral part of enhancing our intellectual wellness. So let's define intellectual wellness. Intellectual wellness is the dimension of wellness that involves activities that keep our minds engaged and sharp. SAMHSA, also known as the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, states that it can involve looking at different perspectives of an issue and taking them into consideration. Through a number of activities, we can broaden our perspective and understand diverse points of view. One of the things we can do to improve our intellectual wellness, which the definition above touches on, is through activities like engaging in conversations and discussions. These activities give us the opportunity to gain enhanced insight and understanding of issues. This leads us into our discussion topic for the day, which is misogynoir. So what is misogynoir? As I mentioned previously, I heard the term through the Carefree and Black Diaries podcast, which is hosted by Shakira White, And I had not heard of this term until that time. Now, I don't know how I had not heard about it until last year because the term was introduced in 2008. 
so this term has been circulating for over 10 years now. I don't know how I miss the term and the conversations around it that have been going on since that time. Clearly, I was under a rock or several rocks over the past several years, but nevertheless, I'm here now and getting current. Since the term was introduced quite a while ago, you may be already familiar with it. But in the event that you were like me, I want us to learn a bit about it now together. So Dr. Moya Bailey coined the term in 2008 and introduced the term online in her blog post titled, They Aren't Talking About Me, on the Crunk Feminist Collective in 2010. She states that she created the term to describe the particular brand of hatred directed at Black women in American visual and popular culture. Then, an independent artist named Trudy started initiating conversations about the topic in 2012 on Twitter via her account at The Truths. She also began writing about misogynoir in depth on her blog, The Gradient Layer, which she ran from 2012 to 2015. Trudy's work expanded on this term by examining how it applies to other areas outside of visual and pop culture. In her writings, she really discussed and analyzed the term in a way that helps us understand how misogynoir impacts us as a society and as Black women. When I first heard this term, it was as if a light bulb went off. For most of my adult life, I had frequently felt and observed the disrespect and mistreatment that we as Black women experience. I had never heard the experience discussed directly. It just was what it was. So to hear a term that by definition names elements of our experiences as Black women and brings it into the mainstream and into discussions makes me feel that my experiences and observations are not all in my head. Let's look at some examples of misogynoir. One specific example that you may have probably heard about include the comments that were made by two journalists regarding Blue Ivy Carter's facial features. I'm not going to repeat the comments here and I'm not going to even say the journalists' names because they were wrong and their comments crossed the line. The journalists later apologized for their comments, but of course, these apologies came after they were called out. We know that our sisters across the diaspora experienced misogynoir as well. So listen to this example. In the UK, Diane Abbott, a Black woman member of Parliament had this experience during a political program which aired on the BBC. Journalist Karis Campion writes that during the program, Diane Abbott was regularly interrupted and spoken over more frequently than the other guests, often by the program host as well. At one point, she was even subjected to an unprompted 
random personal attack by an audience member who expressed his anxiety about her capabilities as a member of parliament. Research conducted by Amnesty International found that in the run-up to the 2017 election, the abuse Diane Abbott received accounted for 45% of all abusive tweets against women members of parliament. Massage Noir shows up in the everyday experiences of Black women when writer Chanju Mwanza states that doctors treat Black women differently because they are perceived as having a higher pain threshold. Black women are depicted as twerk machines or sex goddesses with no other value than their bodies. Black women are seen as threatening, loud, and angry every time they try to make a point. Black women are not allowed to show any emotion, distress, or pain because they're meant to be strong and hold everything together for the sake of everyone else. It goes without saying that as Black women, we feel the weight of these stereotypes and experiences. So let's consider some things we can do to help us heal from the effects of misogynoir as well as push back against it. I won't go into too much depth because these are all topics that we'll talk about in more detail in future episodes. First thing I would say is to develop or continue a prayer and or meditation practice. If possible, find prayers and or meditations that specifically address coping with racism and or sexism. One app that I have been enjoying lately is the Liberate app. This app is by and for the Black and African diaspora. They have talks and guided meditations from various teachers of color. They have both premium and free content available. If you know of some other resources, please feel free to let me know and I'll be sure to share in a future episode. The second thing is to consider going to therapy. It can be helpful to talk about our experiences with a licensed and trained mental health professional. They are trained to give unbiased feedback and help people work through anything they might be going through. If you're in need of a therapist, you can check your health insurance provider's provider directory, Psychology Today, Therapy for Black Girls, Open Path Collective, Melanin and Mental Health, or Therapy for Q. POC. I'll include links to these resources in the show notes. The third thing would be to reach out to our social support network. These are our family members and friends. These are people in our circle that we can talk to about our experiences. These include the other Black women in our life especially. Chances are that they have experienced the same or similar things. It helps to know that our experiences are not all in our head. I would recommend using this one with caution because we don't want to go to the friend or family member that regularly has negative outlook on everything and is perfectly content with feeding into the negativity. We want to try to have these conversations with other women that are also engaging in their own healing journey. The fourth thing would be to practice regular soul care. 
For me, I think it's important for us as Black women to do things that help us tap into our femininity. We know that there is a myth that persists about Black women, that we, as journalist Hannah Eco writes, have attributes that are often assigned to masculinity. We are read as strong, indestructible, invulnerable to pain. Now, I know that we as Black women are dynamic, and so not all women are feminine, and that's totally fine. For the women that do consider themselves feminine, try to engage in activities that help tap into that feminine energy. These activities will vary from woman to woman. For one woman, it could be wearing a bold lipstick and or a dress or a power suit. For another woman, it could be dancing or another activity that helps her feel free and relaxed in her body. The fifth tip, which we touched on a little bit earlier, would be to connect with the community and more specifically, connect with other sisters. Let's get into the habit of not only taking care of ourselves, but let's also take care of one another. Let's be honest with ourselves and recognize when we are harshly judging other Black women. The sixth thing, which we also touched on earlier, is to, of course, initiate and engage in conversations about misogynoir. This includes naming those instances of misogynoir when we experience and or observe them so that we can start the dialogue and hopefully bring about understanding and healing. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. As always, everything I mentioned today will be in the show notes. All you have to do is head to wellnessforblackgirls.com and click on episode three. The links I mentioned will be there for your reference. If you wanna keep up with the podcast on social media, you can follow on Instagram at wellness, the number four, black girls. And you can follow my personal Instagram page at Tarion Yael. Also, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating and share what resonated with you in today's episode. Be sure to leave your Instagram handle so that I can give you a shout out. When you do that, it really helps get the podcast out to more Black women like you. If you're on a platform that does not have a rate and review system, then take a screenshot of yourself listening to the podcast and share on your IG stories. Be sure to tag the podcast at Wellness for Black Girls. This is a great way to share this episode and get the message out so together we can continue moving through the dimensions of wellness.